Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. So good? Okay, here we go. Fantastic. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Robert Fukui. How are you doing, Robert? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> doing well. I'm here in sunny Pasadena, California, although we've been getting a lot of rain and snow in the mountains. So, you know. I guess it happens. Well, send over the snow to us in Germany. Here it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not used to the snow here. I know, I know. Fantastic. Robert Fukui is the co-founder of I-61 with his wife, Kaylee. They assist married entrepreneurs create better work-life balance by becoming more productive and profitable. I think your mission to have better balance between business and your marriage is just remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Robert. (laughs) Yeah, no, honor, honor to be here. Wonderful. Um, so let's dive right in. So the first question I have for you is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Well, kind of as you kind of almost introduced, married entrepreneurs struggling with work-life balance. Uh, basically, they feel like that they're, they're, the chief, they're the chief everything officer, not the chief executive officer, where they're wearing multiple hats, doing everything, trying to please everybody, both in business and at home and are not doing either well, or sometimes they're doing business well financially, but it's overtaking their personal life and the relationships that matter most, which in our work is their spouse and in their kids. And so that's, that's our ideal client, ones that are realized there's a tension here that they need to, they need to change. So um, I just want to just have a follow-up question to that. What are kind of like so typical symptoms they, uh, you know, they uh, realize or they experience uh, when they're facing these challenges? Well, a lot of times it's, you know, they're so working so hard in the business and they just, they just realize that the relationships, relationships are suffering. I don't, I don't think any business owner really wants to just be so, at least intentionally want to be so consumed in the business that that's just going to ruin their marriage and and their, their family life. Um, but a lot of times we're just so ingrained into the business and doing it. You just don't realize until all of a sudden there's a wake up call in one form or fashion. And they realize, Hey man, this isn't working well and it's affecting home. So there's kind of, it's kind of like, so this, you know, underlaying thing that at some point it just, uh, ready to explode to some extent. Right. Yeah. And then most of our clients, the husband and wives actually work together at some, in some, um, former fashion, whether it's part-time or full-time. And they also realize there's some team dynamics. They're just not working well together. They could be, they're doing pretty good, but they can do be, they can be doing better. So a lot of clients do reach out for us for teamwork assistance. That's interesting. So, and what are common mistakes they make when trying to solve that kind of issue? So when it comes to work-life balance or even just working well as a team, I think when there's a, when there's a challenge in that, um, the common mistake is they just accept it as normal. They just go on and do it. This is how it's going to be. We, we're going to have conflict, and which we will. You, you can never get rid of it. But as far as improving your team dynamics, improving work-life balance, to be able to, to still have a personal life, still be engaged and connected with your spouse while you're growing a business, 
a lot of times they just accept that as normal, the, the circumstances to dealt with because they don't believe work-life balance is actually possible, right? And because, you know, you hear that a lot, but you hear people struggle with it. So they think working harder in the business, and once they reach a certain milestone of success in the business, then all that stuff goes away. And that's a common mistake because it doesn't, because they don't know what that milestone is. And, or even if they put like a dollar sign to it, like a million dollars a year in revenue, for, for example, once they hit that, there's usually another milestone they're trying to hit. They want to hit because we're kind of goal oriented as people. And so they'll hit one milestone after another without ever taking that, that break and really having that sense of work-life balance. So they just accept it as normal and they just figure they work harder. And if they hit a certain, if they hit a certain milestone, then everything takes care of itself. By working on the one miles, uh, the one million dollar milestone is a different uh, engagement, and uh, you know, um, you know, just taking care of that, then you know, taking care and working on, uh, you know, a happy family life. So, so it's kind of like so you work on that side to create something over there which you haven't worked uh, uh, all along. Is that fair to say? Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they just think if the if the business takes if the business is successful, it takes care of the family life, and that's not the case. You've got to work at both. They're they're two different issues, and they take kind of different approaches in in some form or fashion. And it just takes being be very intentional of how to do well in marriage and, and your family life. And that's that's where they 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 make the big mistake is thinking that the business is once the business is successful then it'll take care of the family issues yeah it doesn't solve uh, resolve itself automatically no so it does not solve it. itself no yeah. <laughs> definitely not <laughs> wonderful so before i ask robert what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement let me quickly say something here to our audience um, if you are enjoying the show so far please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Robert, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Boundaries is a, is a big one. And so one of the reasons for the lack of work-life balance is there are no boundaries between work and home. You're working so hard and you're so engaged with customers, clients, employees, that even when you come home, you're still on the clock because you're responding to texts and emails and phone calls, or you're even if you're not actively doing something in business, you're thinking about it. So you're, you can be physically and mentally and emotionally still engaged in business, even while you're at home. And so there's no boundaries. And so the first thing you need to do is regardless of how busy business is, is when you're home, be present, set boundaries, don't answer texts and emails. Trust me, everybody can wait till the next business day. <laughs> the, you know, unless you're a firefighter, um, you know, there's no emergency. And so setting those boundaries and having non-negotiables. So regardless of how busy things can get in business or in life in general, that there's always that point of connection between your spouse and your kids. So for us, first thing in the morning, you know, I have my quiet time and then my wife and I, we pray together and then we just connect with each other, encourage, how are you doing? What can I help you with? And it doesn't take a long time. I mean, we're talking 15, 20 minutes tops, right? But that starting the day, you've heard probably of how you start the day sets the tone of the day. And so why not start with connecting with your spouse and kids, right? And having those precious moments. It doesn't take a long time. It's just that you're fully connected with them. You're not thinking about work. You're not checking emails or texts or phone, or you know, phone, but you're present with them face-to-face, eye-to-eye. And when you have those things, some of those non-negotiables, 
and set some strict boundaries between work and home, regardless of how busy business is, you'll still develop and build a thriving marriage and a family life. Wonderful. So you came to the right uh, channel to <laughs> spread your message. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, appreciate it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you for all these insights and uh, these uh, good nuggets uh, to, to really start your day and uh, just set the intention to that. That's wonderful. So um, I want to give you also the opportunity and platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, I think I gave you a link to our greater work-life balance worksheet. So it's a free digital download. So there's a link there, uh, probably in the show notes somewhere. And of course, we have our, our, our main website is marriedentrepreneur.co. So you can go there and see all of our resources and our podcasts is Power Up Your Marriage and Business. You can find that also on the website. And then we have our, our new book, Tandem, The Married Entrepreneur's Guide for Greater Work-Life Balance. So that's available on Amazon. So so those are some ways. And then you can follow us on social Power Up, Power Couples by Design on, um, on Facebook and Instagram. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Of course, we'll put the link uh, in the show notes uh, so everybody can check it out. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Yeah, so we kind of tackled a little bit of the relationship side, right? But there's still that tension of how do I build the business successfully while I'm prioritizing my marriage? All the, the boundaries and stuff are great, but I'm still, you know, wearing multiple hats. I'm still, you know, very busy in the business, but it's my probably not growing as fast as I'd like to, or as well as I'd like to. Um, so how do I gain a little more freedom from the business? How do I grow it? but still gain some freedom for the business. Because we think if you're growing the business, we're always obviously thinking more work, more time into it. And that's not what we want. We want to see you grow better without having to put more time in. In fact, get more time back. So we use, we use the three pillars of growth for freedom approach. So it's time, money, and performance. So how you spend your time in the business. It's not about how much more time you put in the business, but how, how productive you are with the time you put in. Right. For a quick example, like just to send out an e-blast to thousands of people on the email list, instead of doing a one at a time, right, we've got autom some automation to be able to do that and somewhat customize the message and have the person's name in it. Right. So that's just a simple approach of how we can do more with less time and a little time. So how do you spend your time on the most and also how do you spend the time on the most productive things? We spend more times on more of the busy work and the day-to-day -day grind of the business as to the more productive things like maybe sales, being the rainmaker, making the big contracts, um, doing some more networking or developing more content or research and development. So where are you spending the time? Make it productive. And then the money, how to create more margin, more profit margin, not more sales. So whenever business isn't doing well, most businesses reach for think more sales is the answer. But sometimes it can be very disruptive if you are operating on low profit margins. And so when you're operating on low profit margins, that means that you have to work a lot harder for less money, as opposed to adjusting your profit margins so you can make more per sales transaction, which reduces the burden of having to just grind it out with more and more sales and more and more customers. Because that's the hamster wheel a lot of businesses are in is because they're operating under low margins, they're constantly chasing sales, and that sales creates more stress in the business. And so trying to find that balance of healthy margins and working on volume. And then lastly is performance. Again, it goes back to doing more with doing better with what you've already got. So 
whether whatever marketing you're doing, whether it's email, social media, podcast, how do you improve the performance? So assign metrics to all the things that you do, both marketing-wise and even operationally, to see how can we create greater outcomes without having to do more work. So just like if you have an email list, how do we increase that open rate? So if you are generating sales from your email list, if you if you increase your open rate by 20%, well, automatically that's probably going to generate 20% increase of sales if you don't change the conversion rates, right? So think about it. You don't have to do anything different other than probably catch your subject lines or something like that to try and increase your open rates. So that's an example of assigning metrics to the things that you do so that you can look at it and see how can you improve the performance without having to put more time in. So those are the three things, the three pillars, time, money, and performance. Those are the three things that will help you gain, grow the business and gain greater freedom from it. Well, essentially, it's uh, the time is uh, of the essence here. So, you know, to create also more time for your loved ones. And uh, this is the bridge, of course, uh, to my final question. And it's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, we just got back from a ski trip in Utah in Park City, very well known. They, they hosted the uh, the Olympics. I forgot which year, <laughs> but we visited Olympic Park. Um, and actually visiting Olympic Park, we weren't sure we were going to do it. We thought that was very touristy, um, but it was so it was, it was so amazing to be there. And also the stories that we read of these Olympic athletes and how how much they've overcome. And it was amazing. This is one uh, as, as a bobsled um, as a bobsled driver, a bobsled player. I don't know how do you how do you call that, <laughs> but as a bobsled athlete, a U.S. bobsled athlete, and he'd gone I don't know four about four Olympics without a medal. And he was a fan favorite. He was even a favorite within the sports, the sport, the, the bobsled world. A lot of people respected him as one of the top bobsled drivers, but he didn't have a medal yet. And he didn't think he was going to win this one. All the odds were against him. But he ended up coming, long story short, he ended up coming third. And he got such an ovation by the fans, but also other athletes and athletes from different countries. And how they just were so happy for him. Because of all the things he's overcome from injuries to personal setbacks and all that. And so that was a goosebump moment for me and actually for my wife as we're reading this and watching the video. Because you're looking at overcoming odds and not just the overcoming odds, but the respect he had within the industry. And even though he came in third place, I mean, he felt like he won a gold medal. And everybody treated it as though he won a gold medal because of they just the respect of um that he had gained because of all the perseverance that he put through. Oh, thank you for having the showers right now. So, and really comes down to acknowledgement. That's so important. So thank you, Robert, for sharing this amazing goosebumps moment uh, with your wife. And also thank you for um, our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.